0: Oh my goodness. Our season's going to end on a double doink.
1: One unbelievable.
0: If you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button. It would be greatly appreciated. You can also rate the podcast and review the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. It would also be greatly appreciated. Fellas, have you started your spring cleaning yet? The carpet's need cleaning, the drapes need dusting, and your lawn needs mowing. Spring has sprung and the global leaders and blow the waist grooming have the best tools for cleaning aisle five in your pants. Time to clear your out your winter bush and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com. For 20% off and free shipping using code DOINK, D-O-I-K, DOINK. Manscaped has the full package you need for spring cleaning this year. The Performance Package 4.0 is the only tool you'll need to keep your boys looking and selling the fresh tulips your partner wants. To you start off your spring cleaning, use the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer to get the most precise shave on your hedges. Did we mention it's waterproof as well? No need to worry about watering your grass with this tool equipped with an LED light so you know it'll be a major asset to the new shower routine. Clear your holes and smell the spring air. With the weed whacker, this nose and near hair trimmer provide proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks snags, and, and tugs in your delicate holes. Get 20% off and free shipping. Use called doinkatmanscape.com. That's 20% off and free shipping. Use called doinkatmanscape.com. We also want to thank BetterHelp for sponsoring today's episode. Not everyone is someone they can lean on and talk to. That's where BetterHelp comes in. With BetterHelp, you have access to over 20,000 professional licensed therapists. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional professional therapy done securely Online BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. If you've ever searched for a counselor in your area, you know it can take weeks or even months just to get a phone call back. With BetterHelp, you can start communicating as little as forty-eight hours. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. You deserve to prioritize your mental health this year, so get ten percent off your first month at BetterHelp.com/slash podcast And we want to thank BetterHelp for sponsoring today's episode. This is our last episode before the draft. I am excited. My co Eric Eric Warner,
1: Warners, is also excited. He's with me. Warnsy, what's up? Not much, Brendan. Not much. I think it's been exactly 24 hours since we released our mocks, and I hate mine. Yeah, same. <laughs> I despise mine. I made a
0: bunch of changes for my National Football Post article. But we made the wager on ours that we had to do, so.
1: Yeah. I mean, just, I can't remember a draft leading up to it where so much is in the air. There's so much uncertainty right now. Do you like it better? I do. I love it. Um yeah. it's addicting. Like but I also just can't wait for it to be Thursday. Like yeah. I like tomorrow all day. I'm just going to be indecisive and it's going to bug me. So we are approximately we're recording right now at 5:28 p.m.
0: Eastern Time one day before the draft, so we are just just over 24 hours before we hear who the Jacksonville Jaguars will take with that first selection. Eric, before so basically today's episode is going to be more of a gambling-style preview. If you haven't listened to our episode yesterday, please do. Gilles Gallant kind of got us kicked off with the gambling stuff. He is the man, my friend at FTN Network. Make sure to check out his stuff as well. But he kind of got us going. He revved that engine, and we're going to take it home. Before we do that, Eric, I want to run this exercise with you, and I thought it'd be fun. So I did all these NFL draft prospect interviews, and at the end of the draft prospect interviews, I asked them each seven questions and i want to ask you these questions and maybe the listeners can learn more about eric warrens how about that okay all right eric what is your favorite fast food place oh probably would have to go wendy's (laughs) that's funny um who andrew trainer has said wendy's as well so you and him had a good match (laughs) there so this one won't really kind of match you but i i asked some player you want to mold your game around so let's say Oh, Tyler
1: Lindenbach. <laughs> How about if
0: you were to be, if you were to play an NFL position
1: and you, what like what position would you have played if you wanted to be in the NFL? Oh, probably video coach. <laughs> I don't got, I, my frame is not built for the NFL. I'm curious
0: about this one. You can only listen to one artist before sporting events for the rest of your career. What's that artist you were listening to? Coldplay? Nickelback. Nickelback. Okay, I respect it. What is Eric's favorite TV show of all time? lost <laughs> i am so i watched the first few episodes i never really got through it good show
1: what is eric's favorite movie of all time oh that one is tough probably have to go dodgeball i thought you were gonna go pitch perfect oh yeah <laughs> dodgeball that's your favorite movie of all time true underdog
0: story oh my god Warren Z. If you could have a coffee or let's go, if you could have a beer with one person in the world, the person could either be dead or alive, who is that person you would have a beer with?
1: Oh man. The answer cannot be Brendan Deke. Never would be. Um, You've had beers with me multiple times and you love it. I don't know. Right now, my absolute favorite athlete in the world, is Scotty Scheffler, but he, I feel like he wouldn't be exciting. I would want to just go. I don't know. Maybe I might go Austin Matthews. I feel like he's so... Shel- the Leafs just shelter their guys. Yeah. Like, he's such a robot. I want to know what Austin Matthews actually is like. Okay,
0: I guess the last question I can't really... Ask- well, let's just fire it away. If you could do any job on the planet,
1: what would that job be? I don't know. Doing all this stuff makes me want to be a GM. <laughs> <to> <laughs> do be you honest. want to run a franchise? To be honest, yeah. Just... I know it's a stressful job, and like I realized it would be so difficult. I think <coughs> there's so many keyboard GMs on Twitter that bug me. I do realize how difficult being a GM is. So maybe I, but yeah, I'll stick with GM or a coach. I would might be a coach, especially in the NHL. I don't know. That would be oh, a dream well. job. Again, I know. I'm what if you were so the head hard. coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs? I can see it. Yeah. Got the nah. Leafs hat on. I, don't, I wouldn't have the patience, I don't think. I accept the fact that it is such a such a difficult job. And yeah. again, so many keyboard coaches out there on Twitter think that they can do it so easily. <laughs> I do realize how difficult it would be, but I guess that would be my dream job. I don't necessarily know if I'd be good at it or not. Gotcha. Um,
0: I had a couple good answers. The guy Andrew Trainer said Wendy. Samuel Wright from Princeton said he would have a beer or coffee with his future wife. I thought that was a good answer. <laughs> that's a great answer and he yeah. thought you could tell he was thinking about it for a while and then he fired that my way caught me off guard Thought that was good yeah,
1: yeah. i was kind of i when you asked me that one i was almost getting like kind of twisted i was like like i don't know i'd like to have a beer with hitler like yeah. just yeah. Know, no you're, like what the hell's wrong with I this hitler, guy Hitler's like, definitely an answer i'm like what the hell were you thinking what's, yeah. what's on your mind yeah i definitely like, could well, have a beer with hitler. You?
0: yeah like, exactly i would have a beer with jesus christ yeah. yeah like with the son of god that would be kind of cool yeah um but yeah like there's so many different options uh so like Elon musk hey you got an extra a couple billion, yeah, billion
1: lying around exactly
0: <laughs> um there's so many good answers especially when when i picked a dead part. pardon like you could tell that that question definitely twisted some guys up but uh i i wanted to i thought it'd be fun to run that exercise before we dive into it baby let's do this okay so you have 10 bets correct i do i have 10 bets as well so um Full disclosure, I will have more bets up on the National Football Post after this podcast. I'm still sitting on a bunch that I haven't decided on, but I've constructed 10 that I am confident with today, and so is Eric Warnsy. Warnsey, why don't you kick us off? So these are 10 best bets. They are kind of all scattered. You can mm-hmm. find majority on most sports books. So you, uh, most of these you can kind of find on every
1: book, but yeah. yeah, why don't we jump into it? I'll start by saying of my 10 bets... Nine of them for me are gonna be just one unit or half unit bets. I'm confident in them, but I have one bet, which I'll release at the end, which is a five unit hammer play for me is my favorite bet of the draft by quite a wide margin, to be honest. So I'm gonna start by going with George Pickens under 36 and a half. That's currently plus 110. Ah, I think a team's gonna fall in love with the upside. And I think there's some real wide receiver needy teams at the back end of the first round. I could see the Kansas city chiefs sitting at 29 selecting George Pickens. I could see the green Bay Packers doing it with their second first round pick as well. I'm more confident in those teams than the teams early in the second round. Cause I don't see like a Jacksonville or a Detroit taking a guy like George Pickens. I'm looking more at a, a team ready to win now with an established veteran locker room, say the Chiefs or the Packers, selecting George Pickens in the first round. Interesting. All mine are going to be plus odds, by the way. Okay, interesting.
0: So mine are not. I don't have all plus odds. I um, I would lean under on this one, but I do understand the or lean over. Sorry. Just does the off-field stuff not scare you? Like you, you it scares you, me. But did you see Bruce just, Feldman's article in the Athletic? I posted in the group. Like a lot of teams yeah. are kind of not too happy with the, It, the it only takes energy. one.
1: Yeah, no, this is true. a guy who was what supposed to be a top ten pick a year ago. Yeah, but two years ago, yeah, yeah. Like now we're talking about him being—is he even going to be a first rounder? If I'm looking Jags or 33 lines. The Jets at 35 if they
0: don't go wide receiver in the first round that's definitely a spot or the, the giants the giants can get rid of Galladay. they could definitely Kadarius sony could be on the market so yeah i would pick pickens in the top 36 and a half i think he's definitely a top 36 and a half player in the draft and just the yeah. off-field stuff okay i will go with this is my favorite bet it's not a lot of juice but this is an absolute lock i'm going zion johnson under 24 and a half minus 130 you can find those in most books this guy's not getting past the Dallas Cowboys at pick 24, so lock it in. He is the best offensive guard in this draft, and there is a drop-off from him to the rest. Kenyon Green is second-best guard in the draft. Once Zion goes, Kenyon's probably going a couple picks after because those two are bonafide the best, but Zion Johnson even has to step up on Kenyon Green. Dallas Cowboys pick at pick 24. There is no chance that he makes it pass the Dallas Cowboys there. This is, in my opinion, free money. It's minus 130, so not a ton of juice. But this is, again, this is free money. He's not getting past the Cowboys. Take it to the bank.
1: Completely agree. I did have honorable mention. Cowboys to draft an offensive lineman is minus 130. Mm -hmm. So I almost, I think I like Cowboys to select an offensive lineman at minus 130 a little more than taking under on Zion Johnson. It's the same price because I also love this is my next best bet. Tyler Linderbaum under 27 and a half, which is plus 105. I could see the Cowboys taking him. Like uh Jill mentioned on our episode yesterday. That's what he wants to happen. Yeah. I could see it happening. I could also see them selecting Zion 100 percent But I think the safest bet of the three we just mentioned would be Cowboys to select an offensive lineman at minus 130.
0: Yeah, fair. I just I, I think they would rather go guard like I I don't think they want Connor McGovern starting and I think Linderbaum's a center. I don't think Super. they want Connor Williams. Starting. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, Connor Williams he went to the Dolphins, did he not?
1: Oh, I thought he yeah. was still on the Cowboys. Collins, okay, good. What yeah, I think he signed
0: with the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, like right now you have <coughs> excuse me, Connor McGovern starting a guard. He's not a starting guard. So like you put Zion Johnson in there, and Zion Johnson will get will give you like just instant instant production. So. But, yeah, you're right. I do think that the offensive line, if you're going to go minus 130, if you're going to make one of those bets, probably going just Cowboys offensive line might be safer. But uh, I, I I have a They're very I have a very hard safe. time seeing Zion Johnson making a pass to Cowboys at 24 and a half. Okay, so I'll keep it going with uh, some player position totals. So I have four of them. That's one of them. Now, this one's a little bit of uh this is probably the least confident I am in one. And just because my buddies were ripping on me for this pick earlier today and making me feel bad about myself. But, you know, I, I buckled through it. Matt Corral under 34 and a half at minus 110. I think he's going in the first round. If Matt Corral didn't get hurt in his last college game, I think he'd be a lock to go in the first round. But since he did get hurt, it kind of dropped his draft stock. He has all the traits you want in a first-round quarterback. He's got the arm trick. He has the athleticism. The way the boards line up is why I like this pick a lot. It's because I don't think one, he doesn't fall off the first out the first round. And you're going to have teams want to trade up and get him in the first round, a.k.a. the Detroit Lions at 32. They also pick at 34. So I don't know if they want to make picks back-to-back like that. And then I I just think that's a really potential trade-up spot for a team that wants them, a.k.a. an Atlanta, a Tennessee team like that. And the Lions are also involved in this because what if they don't take a quarterback? What if they want to get a quarterback in the building? They could take a 32 or they could take them at 34. So that, I just, I feel like the way the boards lined up I think teams like Matt Corral more than the the field, like I or the media is saying. Chris Sims, who is a trusted quarterback guru, had him at his top quarterback in the draft. So I just I, I think minus I think it's worth it at minus one ten. Again, it's probably the least confident I am in my player total ones, but I am still pretty confident in it. Uh fire me up, Matt Corral under 34 and a
1: half, minus one ten. Yeah. I will not be betting that, but I did not realize that the the Lions having 32 and 34 really, really helps that yeah. bet. I think I, I, like the way the board, like I said, the way the yeah. boards lined up is why I like to pick more than just maybe the talent level to him going yeah. under 34 and a half right on. We shall see this next one. I'm going to give out is kind of a, it's a two parter. Going to go a half unit on each. Cause it's kind of one is a hedge for the other. I have Kyle Hamilton on, over 12 and a half that's plus 120 so you're getting plus odds with that okay but i'm hedging that with vikings to draft a safety at plus 700 okay so are these counting as one bet or are you? yeah add- like half of- a unit on each okay got gotcha. you because i'm i really am confident in kyle hamilton going over 12 and a half but i could see the vikings taking him at 12 Yeah. So why is it plus seven hundred for the Vikings to select a safety? Well, because I'm 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 assuming that the
0: boards don't think he's going to make it there, right?
1: (laughs) I think he definitely is. I I don't
0: think he gets past Washington in eleven. I'll be honest with you. They're
1: wide receiver one hundred percent. Yeah,
0: but they're they had the worst secondary in the NFL last year, and Landon Collins just left the building. I think if Kyle Hamilton is there at 11 i feel like they're taking them
1: but we just gave away one of my other best bets would be (laughs) commanders to draft a wide receiver at plus 125 i absolutely love that one as well i think i i'm telling you i think there's a legitimate chance kyle hamilton is there at 15 for the eagles like don't make me horny on the podcast yeah why toot my horn like that you know i like that you know i love that's one of my bets i i think kyle hamilton is the guy that falls okay I have. A, if I'm Washington, I'm sprinting to the podium and I'm
0: drafting uh, Kyle Hamilton eleven because if he's there at eleven, that means wide receivers have gone Jameson Williams and or Garrett Wilson. So, I Washington, I think gave like what they had like one of the worst pass defenses of all time last year. So I just feel like if you have a chance to add the best safety in the draft, you do it. But he's not a They also pass. need wide receiver help as well.
1: I don't think Kyle Hamilton's the kind of guy that's going to help your pass defense oh, dramatically.
0: Yeah, he well, he can. He's better than what they got, and yeah. he's. I I uh I've, I just have a hard time seeing him make it past 11. but why don't I keep it going with some player totals? I love my next two. I think these two are take it to the bank. This one is awesome. The Kobe Dean over 31 a half minus 122. Dean put up the production at Georgia that teams would want in their first round linebacker. He anchored one of the best defenses in college triple history. He has the athleticism to have a solid NFL career. This isn't a this isn't like a push on just N'Kobe Dean being a player. This is uh, just the fact that he is 5'11 and 220. Teams, if teams are going to take a linebacker in the first round, they are not going to take a guy that's 5'11, 220. Okay, he is going to be the third linebacker off the board. Quay Walker and Devin Lloyd are going to go ahead of him. So I I don't think he's a first-round pick. I, I, I have a very hard time believing that he gets in the first round. And if he does go 32 maybe it's the lions but 31 and a half at minus 122 sign me up in the kobe dean sorry buddy hope you're hope you're not listening but
1: no. <laughs> you're falling I out actually, of the first round is basically what i'm saying i actually really like that pick yeah. a lot yeah there's not gonna be three linebackers in the first round no and like
0: there's been so many rumors out right now that he's gonna fall out the first round from and i get we've had this conversation draft rumors are taken for what you want it's it, most of a shit wins Shadow out trailer park
1: boys but i uh i just he's the third linebacker majority teams are gonna have him third on their board so i completely agree yeah. and i'll actually build off that into my next best bet which would be the new england patriots to draft a linebacker plus 300 Ooh, I like that. I like that. I like that. I think I picked 21. That's where Devin Lloyd yes. goes. Or, or they love a Koi Walker. I, yeah. I could see Bell Belichick
0: falling in love with a linebacker yeah. in this draft.
1: Kyle Van Noy has moved on. And Dante Hightower remains unsigned, I believe. Haven't heard that name all offseason. So I th- believe he is an unrestricted free agent. Patriots and Bill Belichick might be looking to go young at that position. Devin Lloyd he is in there. He is currently a free agent. Interesting. So yeah. Patriots linebacker plus 300. I had Devin Lloyd
0: mocked to the Patriots at pick 21. So I actually think I'm going to jump on that bet. I like that one a lot, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so it's my last player total bet. And Eric and I both have this one, full disclosure. So this one's just free money, but it's it, you're not getting a ton of juice here. Tyler Smith, under 32 and a half. I have it at minus 138. What Do you, do you have the same... I had minus 120. Minus 120. Okay. So the book. I will let you know where that is after. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I found minus 138 at FanDuel. But after um, after Ika McQuanu and Evan Neal and Charles Cross, there seems to be a big drop-off in the talent at offensive tackle. Many teams will have different players as their fourth offensive tackle on the board, but I am confident that Tyler Smith is going to be fourth or the fifth offensive tackle on many boards. He is like kind of the prototypical uh, future offensive tackle can move. He's fast. He's got a lot of Trent Williams to his game. He's flying up draft boards. Teams, I, I've heard people say that he can go in the top 25. I think 32 and a half is a crazy total for him. So this is free money. Sign me up, Tyler Smith under 32 and a half. Minus 138 or minus 120. Take it for
1: what you want. I like it. I like it. Um, uh, my next one is another one of those uh half unit each splits. This would be Andrew Booth. Under 29 and a half at plus 140. Again, this is a guy I said this last episode. He's been invited to the draft. Mm -hmm. Only 20 players get invited to the draft. I I think there's a little smoke there. And I'm going to kind of hedge that with Bills to select a cornerback at plus 175. I think Andrew Booth goes to the... Buffalo Bills at pick twenty-five. So if that happens, both those caches, you only need one of those two to hit to produce a profit. They're both plus odds. So either Andrew Booth under 29 and a half or Bills select a cornerback, and you're laughing. So I think Buffalo is going to take a corner first round. I think that's what
0: they should do. This is like the one team I think this te- this the Bills and the Chargers. I think are the two teams in this draft that can draft for need in the first round. Right. They don't have to. They don't have to uh, like draft best player available. Cornerback is a strict need for Buffalo, and offensive tackle is a strict need for Chargers. And I think both those teams want to walk away with those guys. Agreed. Okay. So uh, my next one is going to be the first cornerback selected in the draft. This this felt literally in the last hour, so I'm pretty pissed off. It was at plus two fifty. Now it is all the way down to plus one twenty five. Derek Stingley will be the first cornerback drafted i am all i think he's going third overall to the houston texans i think they like him i just i'm buying the buzz around it there's just too much smoke surrounding it the way he's falling on sports books i just i think they're gonna take Derek Stingley. i think they've found their draft crush he's a plus money right there is my first plus money bet plus 125 Derek Stingley, first quarterback selected i like a sauce gardener more than i like a Derek Stingley, but the houston texans are
1: gonna they're gonna take him If I was allowed to redo my mock right now, I would put Stingley third. Yeah, he's gonna be. But I still think Sauce goes fourth. To be honest, I think it could go back to back corners in the top four. I think there's a chance that they're the two the two corners might be the two best players in this draft if Stingley stays healthy. Yeah, like like Stingley's freshman production is just so insane
0: to me that that he's not like that he's not a top five pick like. He Should have people are projecting him to be the first overall pick after that. Like, has a lot changed? The injury stuff is there, but I think the Texans have found their guy. It's going to be Stingley.
1: Sounds good. Sounds right. good. Keep it rolling here. We're on fire. I think this is going to be one we are different on. I have Jameson Williams over 11 and a half plus 115. Okay. I just think if you're drafting in that top 11, you want a guy that can play right away. No, I just so disagree. I I think Jameson Williams falls out of that top 11.
0: I, well, my next one was Jameson Williams first wide receiver selected. So do you have wide receivers going ahead of him? You have a Garrett Wilson going ahead of him? But
1: I only, I do have my first wide receiver going at 10.
0: Okay. I think if you are, if you're a team and you draft, if you, if let's say you have Jamison Williams ahead of whoever on your board, and you say, "Oh, he's got an ACL injury; he won't be there till mid October, end of October." Let's take the other guy. I think that's awful process. If you think Jamison Williams is the best wide receiver in this draft class, you do not take, you do not take a Garrett Wilson or a Jake London because he's injured. That's just stupid. Uh, again,
1: what if teams do have don't have him as their top receiver? I get that part, but, but what if we're taught like? I don't think that if a team has Jameson Williams as their first wide receiver, I don't think it's like a big gap to Garrett Wilson. It can't be a Yeah, but so you, but if gap. you,
0: you did, my point is the injury should not be a, a, anything. Like it, it's a torn ACL, yeah. he's 21. He'll be back in mid-October. He's going to be fine. Uh, a he's torn, a kid.
1: A he's, torn ACL for a speed receiver can't oh,
0: be nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. He's going to it gonna, it's, is. It's nothing. It's nothing. So people come back from it all the time. He's tw- this is He's so good. He's such a good football player. Jamison Williams, first wide receiver taken off the board. It's now plus 200. It was plus 250. It was dropped to plus 200. Now, that is my next bet. Look, uh, Wilson was the best receiver in the best passing offense in the country. He is also pro ready. He's got good route writing, so he could go there. Drake London is also potential. He adds a like, kind of a different element to teams, right? He's got the size. He's done some more. He's done a lot of stuff at USC, a lot of quick pass game stuff like that. He's six foot four, two twenty. So if a team wants a like kind of like a prototypical receiver like that, I get it. But Jameis Williams just provides such a unique skill set to me that's that's not in this draft class. he provides, he can do everything. So I think Jameis Williams should be the first wide receiver taken off the board. I think it's about a fifty. I think it should be closer to minus. I think Wilson and Williams should be like minus one ten across like. Even odds, I think it's that close So if you can get them at plus 200,
1: I think it's worth the bet Right on I can agree with that Uh, The plus 200 is some nice odds Yeah, it's juicy How many have we done so far? I have have, us at 7 I've done Er 5
0: 6, I've done 6 Six. Okay, right. so you, I have a bunch. So yeah. you just tell me when to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! Um, how bored we at work today? Just going through sports books. Oh, buddy,
1: <laughs> it was a full day affair. I'll give a juicy odds one here. Kenny Pickett to be drafted by the Steelers plus three fifty. Okay, I could dig it. Pit to pit. Pit to pit. I don't pit to pit. That's one that I just think the odds are too juicy to pass up on. I don't see ken i don't see kenny pickett being taken before 20 do you no i think if he's there at pittsburgh he's taking he's getting taken so yeah that one is definitely just going to be a half unit one for me i'm not crazy crazy in love with it but i just thought the odds were a little off considering he's a pittsburgh guy steelers definitely need a quarterback plus 350 i'll take it yeah i think pittsburgh's going to go quarterback I would if I was them
0: like Mitch Trubisky. What if he flames out? What if he gets hurt? You you need someone in the, you need someone competing with Trubisky. I think the, if you want to get the best version out of Mitch Trubisky, you put someone to light a fire under his ass and you put a rookie behind him to compete with him. If that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Right? Like, I think you want to add some competition to that group. Okay. My next one is I love this pick a lot. I think, got it a lot of my bets are or two of my bets are kind of attached to this so i hope it pulls off but i'll stick with the first one here i have charles cross offensive of tackle from mississippi state being the fifth overall pick to the new york giants he's now at plus 175 which is very good juice considering the next guy is at plus 300 so plus 175 on a specific pick or the next guy's always at plus 450 so like just i think there's enough juice there where you want Charles Cross at plus one seventy five? I think the New York Giants are taking him. I think they like him. They've zoned in on him. They're going to take an offensive tackle there. There is potential for Evan Neal, but sports books have uh, the sports book that I'm looking at right now is Evan Neal plus six hundred compared to Charles Cross at plus one seventy five. So I'm confused
1: by that. Well, Charles Cross, like he's got it all. He's a great player. <laughs> like he, two weeks ago, Evan Neal was the number one overall yeah. pick. Yeah, I don't know if he's ever <laughs> the
0: number one overall pick, but Evan Neal has. Yeah. Like he's got a lot of wear and tear, right? There's, there's concerns. There's body concerns. There's wear and tear concerns. I'm taking the six foot seven three. I agree. but Again, but Charles Cross, we just also talked to Chrissy Freud, who she might've had a little Mississippi state bias, but she also said he was the best offensive tackle in the draft. Uh, I, uh, I like him. I I think he's, I think that would be a a good pick at number five. I think he's worth it. But Charles Cross to the New York giants pick
1: five plus one seventy five. I don't think the Giants should do that, but I could see the Giants doing it. There's too much smoke around it. There it is. Alrighty. Uh I'm doing this one just because I really like the guy from the pre-draft process. Sky Moore, under 35 and a half. I like that a lot. I like his Sky Moore too. Plus 115. I think this guy's got some juice. Ooh. I think he lands again. This is similar to my George Pickens um, bet where... A lot of teams at the end of that, or two teams primarily at the end of the first round in Kansas City and Green Bay. I think pick 28, 29, and 30, two of those picks will be wide receivers. Hopefully, it's Sky Moore and George Pickens. Yeah, I I Sky Moore's got some dog to him. I think he's going to be a guy that
0: teams like in the, in the pre-draft process. He's also spells his name S-K-Y-Y. Yeah. Like, how cool is that? <laughs> yeah, Like, you get one of the cooler <laughs> names in the draft. Exactly. Okay. So that's that. So I got some, I got three long shot bets to finish it off for you guys. And I'm going to keep riding this one. I know I might be, I'm getting a little worried, but I don't care. Ikki first overall pick plus 500 right now. It was plus four and now it's up to plus 500. So it's jumping a little, but it was plus 1600 two weeks ago. So this progress, I still just cannot buy the Jacksonville Jaguars taking Trayvon Walker first overall. I've talked about it so much on this podcast, but I'm going to, this is the last time they would be absolutely insane. If they take Trayvon Walker ahead of Ikea Kwanu or an offensive tackle, get Doug Peterson, a right tackle, get Trevor Lawrence, a right tackle, let this offense work. You should be focusing on keeping Trevor Lawrence upright and healthy. That should be the focus of this organization, not drafting a guy that had nine and a half career sacks. Let me reiterate that. Tre- Trayvon Walker had nine and a half career sacks and he's going to go first overall come on we're not in fantasy
1: land here take Kwanu first overall pick plus 500 I love it I hope that the first overall pick is just a complete shaker just gets Twitter yeah. blowing S- up so there, like there's been the one the
0: like the one concrete source so there's been a couple concrete sources but Peter King on his mock draft said he's hearing it's going to be a surprise that's all he's been heard like I wouldn't debating, Trayvon
1: Walker be a surprise. No, but like,
0: what about like, what if they just go completely crazy and take like cave on Thibodeau or Evan Neal? Those are both plus 2,500. Sauce. Yeah. Or sauce. Like <laughs> sauce isn't even a bettable. <laughs> like <Yeah>. that's how <laughs> far he is off. It's just like, I just, I feel like Equani would be just money in the bank. You put him at right tackle. And like, and I brought this point up to you earlier today. Lane Johnson was a uh, Doug Pearson's right tackle for years. Doug Peterson knew how valuable it was to have Lane Johnson as a right tackle, and the NFL is kind of going in a way where it doesn't really matter left tackle versus right tackle anymore. It's not like it used to be back when the Lawrence Taylor days. Like the blind spot's really not a the blind side story is really not kind of a thing anymore. You need your right tackle to be just as good as your left tackle. I so, agree. Uh, I, I just I you also like need
1: your edge rusher to be as good on, on both sides. sides. Exactly. Yeah. Nice.
0: yeah. So it's, it hasn't really just become attack the blind spot of the quarterback. I just I I, I am. I'm not as confident I was in the Trey Lance third overall. I think we got it like, what, plus 450 the day before the draft. I'm not that confident anymore, but I still think it's worth it. Plus 500. It's a Uh nice long shot bet. And it's some excitement too. Yeah. Give your other long shots and I'll give my absolute lock. Okay. So I got two more long shots for you. Malik Willis to go sixth overall to the Carolina Panthers. That is currently at plus 600 right now. Was at plus 400. So it's going a little bit up. I still think that pick is going to be a quarterback. I don't know if it's Carolina taking a quarterback there. I have a hard time believing that Carolina is going to be making that pick. I think they trade out. I have this funny feeling the New Orleans Saints are going to go up and get a quarterback, but trading with Carolina, like the same. Yeah. It's so like, I don't know if that works, but I just, I have a hard time believing that a quarterback is not going to go in the top 10. That would be crazy to me. I just, that six overall pick stinks to me of quarterback. I feel like it's going to be it. And I feel like Malik Willis will be the top quarterback on the boards right now. So the betting favorites are Kenny Pickett at plus 250. Charles Cross plus 350. Evan Neal plus 600. Jamison Williams plus 600. Then Malik Willis is tied at plus 600. I don't think Kenny Pickett's going over Malik Willis. And I don't think Charles Cross is going to be available. And I don't think they're going to go Evan Neal. So I don't know. I I just, I, best quarterback, quarterback's going to be that pick. It's Malik Willis. I think it's worth it. Plus 600. Take a
1: swing. Yeah. I, uh, I okay. can't
0: argue with that. Why don't you mix in your lock and then I'll end on a, on a cool long shot.
1: Okay, cool. My absolute lock of the century. The Los Angeles Chargers to draft an offensive lineman is plus 125. What? Are you serious? Yes. I already locked this in immediately. I. It's plus 125? Yeah. Like. You already kind of hinted you agree that the Chargers and the what team did we also say has drafting and the bills the Chargers yeah. are, and bills are drafting from need the Chargers have one need and that is a right tackle S- everything you just said about the right tackle being important. Yeah, the Chargers found that out last year pretty easily with Storm and Norton over there at the right tackle. They need that replaced get an offensive lineman. I could see the Chargers moving up to pick six if one of those tackles um, fall. I could see the Chargers moving up to pick nine with the Seahawks if one of those tackles fall. So Chargers taking an offensive lineman, plus 125, lock that in because by draft time, I don't see those being plus odds. That's a great bet. I like that bet a lot.
0: Um, The one scenario where i don't think they go offensive lineman is if jordan davis falls them at 17 i feel like right. they, i feel like they, that's the one i don't think they would go edge rusher because they did they,
1: sign sebastian joseph
0: day yeah, but that shouldn't block i him. feel like yeah. if you have a chance to put Khalil Mack, joey bosa and jordan davis on a defensive line <laughs> i think you probably take that opportunity because i've heard they like him a lot so i just i don't think I don't jordan th- I, don't I don't think be exactly i don't think he makes the past 15 so i, I that's the only scenario where they, i don't think they go offensive tackle I think yeah. they're gonna. They've been aggressive. They traded a, a second uh, round pick for Khalil Mack. So this this is not kind of the Chargers front office of old where they've been very conservative. So they they've shown that they can be aggressive. So I think they'll be aggressive and going to get an offensive tackle if one starts falling, like Eric said earlier. So I like that a lot. That's probably my favorite pick so far of this episode. Okay, I'm gonna take finish it off on this one. I think this one's pretty cool. I've had this up on the National Football Post for a bit. It was at plus nine fifty. It's all the way down to plus four ninety. Now on FanDuel. So I'll take a look at this one. It is the New York Giants will select Charles Cross with pick five and Sauce Gardner with pick seven. It is at plus 490 at FanDuel. It is the best odds from the who will the New York Giants select with picks five and seven? Again, it was at plus 950 earlier. It's down to plus 490. I still think it's worth it there. I've explained to you that I think they're going to go Charles Cross at five at six i don't think it will be a corner carolina is definitely not taking a corner there because they took uh uh horn last year so if they trade it out maybe a team goes up and gets sauce at six but still i still think he falls the giants and the giants will run to the podium they walk away with charles cross and sauce gardner plus 490 at fan
1: duel sign me up yeah i agree the panthers definitely are not taking a corner no and like we meant it, uh, what the Panthers do at six is I'm not even worrying about it anymore because there's no point. Like, who the hell knows what they're doing? They're an absolute dumpster fire of an
0: organization right now. They yeah. are going to head into this draft with one of the worst rosters in the NFL with one pick in the top
1: 137. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. And no quarterback.
0: Yeah, no quarterback. Yeah. And a bad quarterback draft. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 are in hell. They are an organization hell right now. Right. Okay. And do you have any bets you want to finish us off or
1: Anything no, those are all the those are what I'm most confident in. I did write down here yesterday. I chirped you when you did your mock draft and had a quarterback to the Titans. Titans' first pick to be a quarterback is plus five hundred. Okay. I don't think it's as crazy at, anymore as I did yesterday. Ryan Tannehill's thirty-four. Mm-hmm. His best football is behind him. If you remember that playoff game when the Titans got eliminated, he choked. You should have brought that up yesterday during your mock because I remembered it today and was like, oh yeah, the Titans could definitely take a quarterback. That was one of the ugliest quarterbacking performances of the playoffs. And he's on the wrong side of 30. So Titans saved
0: $27 million in cap space by cutting Ryan Tannehill in 2023. I don't think he's on the roster after this year. Plus 500. Yeah. And like, this is, if you were Tennessee, you're thinking to yourselves, This is a perfect time to take advantage of this type of draft, right? Because they're definitely, I'm assuming they're not picking in the top 12, top 13 next year. They'll be a competitive team in that division. So they're not going to be able to kind of trade up and go get a quarterback next year. If they want one, this is a perfect time to go get one that can sit behind Ryan Tannehill for a year. All right. Is there anything else you want to get off your chest before we take off for the draft?
1: No, I just can't wait.
0: I am very excited. Guys, thank you so much for listening, guys and girls. Thank you so much for listening over the. Just in case there's any girl listeners out there, I know there's a few out there. I know you're listening, um, but yeah, thank you so much for tuning in over the last, I guess, ten days. Eric and I have had a blast. This has been the best. I've only been kind of uh, covering the NFL draft like this seriously for the last two years. This is my third. It's been so much fun. This has been such a fun process learning about these kids, falling in love, with, falling in love with another draft class. It's become my favorite part of of following the NFL and and covering this for you guys so thank you so much for listening please listen to all the episodes eric and i have uh broken down every basically every position group in the draft i've interviewed some nfl draft prospects you can listen to eric and i did we had some interviews with chrissy freud and joe gallant please just check out all our episodes there's tons of good content out there please like and subscribe to the channel and enjoy the draft and we will talk to you later